podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Whistleblowers Daily, the show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every single weekday of the football season. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Tuesday the 27th of September. England drew 3-all with Germany last night in their final group game of the Nations League. After a goalless first half, Germany went two up before a 12-minute spell saw England score three without reply. A late Kai Havertz equaliser following a Nick Pope error ensured the points were shared. England had already been relegated from the top tier of the Nations League, but manager Gareth Southgate saw plenty to be encouraged by and said that following the defeat to Italy on Friday, the squad had really come together this week. England fullback Luke Shaw says teammate Harry Maguire receives more criticism than he has ever seen before in football. Maguire was arguably at fault for the opening two Germany goals last night, and his selection was questioned beforehand following his lack of game time at club level. Luke Shaw went on to say, Harry is an amazing player, an amazing character. He never hides away, he's always there. You can have people who can hide away and not want to be in the spotlight. He keeps putting himself on the spotlight. It shows the strength and character he's got. And finally, Man City defender Taylor Harwood-Bellis has admitted it was difficult to see the club sign Manuel Akanji, but is determined to show his level while on loan at Burnley. The centre-back said, Obviously it's difficult seeing them sign another centre-half, but if you see the quality of the centre-half they've signed, it's a difficult one. He is unreal along with the other ones. Those are your headlines. OK, let's start with England, shall we? This is Mark Webster from the original, original Whistleblowers podcast to talk about England last night. Ah, merry England. Well, okay, so the pound is plunging against the dollar, but I thought yesterday evening it more than held its own against the Deutschmark, which probably isn't the currency anymore, is it? That's the euro. But anyway, it doesn't really matter at this particular stage because what does matter is that is that I thought there were some green shoots of recovery there. I've got to say, I was watching the first half and I thought to myself, is this better? And do you know what? I think it was. Then, of course, Germany scored. And then, of course, Germany scored again. I thought, oh, it's kind of back to where we thought we were. But we went again. And, in fact, it would seem that coming from behind, actually being made to chase, really did it help improve the game. OK, Nick Pope, there you go, but 3 all. But I am here to announce that I genuinely think that the interest rate has risen in the World Cup for me now. I see hope. That was Mark Webster, broadcaster, West Ham fan, and clearly uh, England optimist. Uh, Let's talk about Harry Maguire then. Luke Shaw's come out and said that Harry Maguire receives more criticism than he's ever seen before in football. Difficult to argue with that. Um, He seems to certainly be a player that takes uh, an enormous amount of abuse, of criticism, be it from social media or from, you know, actual media. Um, and Luke Shaw's someone who's experienced this himself, so I think he knows, you know, he, he understands where, what sort of headspace Maguire will be in. Let's talk to Martin Gritson. Martin is uh, a friend of the show, former co-host of this very podcast. He's an ex-professional footballer, and he can maybe shed some light on what it's like to be a footballer under that sort of pressure. Morning, Mark. Morning, whistleblowers. Uh, waking up to see Harry Maguire in the headlines again, not for the right reasons. Um, a disappointing performance for him, but, you know, compounded by... The pressure's on him recently, finding it really difficult to kind of find any form, but clearly not being helped by the crowd or certainly anyone on social media. Luke Shaw uh, getting to his defence, saying how good a player he was um, and how much stick he gets. I think that's 
that's the thing here. It's irrespective of your status, how much your perceived value is and how much you're paid. Um, confidence is a, a huge thing and uh, it's so difficult and Southgate stuck by him but is it a case where you know sometimes players need a rest to come back and, and show what they can do looks like he's got a bit of reinventing to do and, and build up himself up psychologically and physically just to prepare himself because if he wants to have a chance of getting in the team uh, at the World Cup he's, he's got an uphill battle um, as, as I said as an ex-player myself the the difficulties of overcoming these things. Sometimes when you, the stigma sticks, then it's very difficult to shake that off. All you can do is believe in yourself, work hard, uh, and, and hope that it comes good. He's, he's young enough to have a bounce back and prove people wrong. And you would hope uh, with a player of his experience now um, that he has the chance to do that. So um, good luck, Harry Maguire. And uh, yeah, thanks. That was Martin Gritton. Thanks, Martin. Finally then... Man City defender Taylor Harwood-Bellis has admitted that it was difficult to see the club son Manuel Akanji. I mean, it's not a huge story, this one, but I think it is indicative of what happens to younger players at super clubs. We see it all the time. Uh, a club like Man City can only have so many spaces for young players coming through to the first team. Yes, clearly they've got Phil Foden, he's doing well. Uh, but the likes of Liam Delap going out on loan, never really getting a shot. We see it a lot at Chelsea. We see these big clubs sweep up, hoover up all the best talent in the country, get them moved into digs early on, promise them the world, and then ultimately let them go. And yes, obviously, a lot of those players will still go on and have a great career. You see, Howard Bellis is playing at a great level. He's playing at, you know, he's in the championship, playing at Burnley on loan. It's still a good level. He's still a good footballer. But ultimately, it's so difficult to, to funnel those players from youth level all the way up the age ranges and then into a first team when you've got a first team with a budget that can afford to buy anybody in the world. Your competition is not anymore just your the, the local lads or even the lads across the country. You're looking at the best players in the world at all levels, very difficult to break into. So for the likes of Howard Bellis, I think this is this is what it's going to be like for the foreseeable. Um, I'm actually reasonably surprised he's come out and said it, but it shows that he has got ambitions to play in that first team, and that is a good thing. All right, that's all we've got time for today. We'll be back same time tomorrow on more Whistleblowers Daily. Podcast Network.